Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yo, Tolos, crack open a cold one and let's do this. You like beer? We like beer. Let's get drunk together, shall we? Uh, it's time to go inside okay. the beer belly. Get in my belly! With a fan host with the Mad Hops, Skin Wade. Ah, thank you very much, announcer man. It is time to go inside the beer belly. And we have a very special guest. She's joined us for this segment before. Your reader at the Dallas Morning News and at Guide Live. Hopefully, you're going to be listening to her podcast called Grapes and Grain. Uh, it is the mighty Teeny Ricciardi. How you doing, Teeny? Oh, I'm so good. Thank you guys for having me. It's so good to see you. It's good to see you, too. You are one of our beer leaders. You, uh, you've you been writing about craft beer here in the Metroplex. I don't know if our listeners remember this or not, but we did this whole thing last summer called the uh, DFW Brew Crew, mm-hmm. and it really all started because of an article you wrote that I read about the breweries in the uh, design district. Yeah. And so me and my wife and my brother and sister-in-law, we did a day trip over there and hit up all the breweries based on a column you wrote. And then it all turned into the brew crew. And we got a lot of listeners that are big craft beer people. So we'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, sports and beer, they they pair well. Okay, before we get into the beer, though, you have already been to three Stars playoff games? I have. I am so spoiled this season. <laughs> Doing it big. Yeah, my best friend is a huge Stars fan, and we always watch the games together. He's getting ready to move, so we decided to uh, go to a Stars game a couple weeks ago. And then it was my birthday this week, so we nice. splurged again on tickets and went on Wednesday for that amazing game. Oh, my God, what a great game to be yes. at. Yeah. Good luck charm. I know. And yeah. the game that we were at before that is the one where they got like three goals or four goals in the first period. Oh, the oh, offensive nice. explosion. Yes, that was amazing. So I'm just saying they should invite me to every game because yeah. I help. We yes. need to get you there on Sunday. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. And that's a big beer drinking day because it's Cinco de Mayo, which it is a is. reason to drink all of our Mexican beers. Yes. Mexican and, beers, margaritas, really whatever you want. Do you have a favorite uh, Mexican beer? Um, you know, I wrote a story about micheladas not that long ago, okay. and I it gave me a new appreciation for Mexican lagers because I had tried, you know, Modelo is a popular one, which yep. I love, uh, yep. Pacifico, which I got burned out on a couple summers ago, but I tried a michelada with a craft beer, and it just wasn't the same, mm-hmm. and so I was like, okay, these really... Um, they've got a lighter body in the beer, mm-hmm. and uh, they they hold up really nicely. So I, I'll, I reach for a Modelo every once in a while. One of our sponsors is Pluckers, and we love going to Pluckers. Yeah. and I love the Pluckers Michelada. It's with the Dos Equis, of course, but a oh, Pluckers yeah. Michelada, very very good. Absolutely. And you know, sometimes when you're just like it's a hot day, nothing tastes better than like a Dos Equis or a Modelo. Yeah, it's really good. And I go through these phases where. I'll be drinking nothing but IPAs. And then I'll go through a phase where I'll... And it's funny, like most of... Uh, I've ended up meeting over the last year, I've met a lot of the the brewers at mm-hmm. these breweries. And almost all those dudes, they drink what they call garage beers. Yeah. So like a light <laughs> lager or pilsner. Yes. And because you think, oh, okay, he's a craft brew guy. He's going to drink this hazy IPA. Or, no, no, they just... 
They call him, he goes, I like to drink crushable garage beers. That's what all these guys say. Yep, that's what they do. That's like the brewer's beverage, and especially they really appreciate Pilsners because it can be kind of a difficult beer to make. Right. So it's really easy to do it terribly, and so um, it's sort of their way of showing appreciation for people's skill as well. I want to give a shout-out right quick, too. Mm-hmm. The people that listen to the show are probably sick of me bringing up Petacolis, but I think <laughs> it's the best local brewery. I mean, I think it's a really incredible brewery. It's a great place to go to. And they're, they're the guy, their fearless leader, Michael Petacolis, He's a lawyer that became, uh, you know, started running his own family brewery. And all the people that work there, they stay there. Mm -hmm. They never want to leave because working with Michael's amazing. Like, it's it's the epitome of what a good family-owned small business in any field should be. And this, I'm passionate about this because my grandfather started an electrical contracting business. My dad took it over and I worked there. And so I, I'm a fan of just family, small businesses. I like that environment. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Michael's created one where nobody wants to leave is cool. Well, most of the beer recipes were his. And then recently, one of his brewers came up with a really good Pilsner, which you said are difficult to make. Yes. It's called Bicycle Pump and it's badass. And uh, it's, it's, it's a really, really good Pilsner. And, you know, it's like Michael won't let anything happen unless it's on point. Right. And that's a really on point Pilsner. Absolutely. I've actually had it. So I've been drinking a lot of classic styles recently because I'm in a, I'm in beer school. So, All right. Yeah. I'm uh, studying for the Cicerone exam. So I've been trying to drink okay, a lot. Okay. Hold on. Of- explain what that is. Okay. This- Cicerone is like a beer sommelier. Right. So. I'm studying a lot, drinking a lot, and I'm trying to drink a classic styles so that I can remember what they taste like um, because you have to do a lot of blind tasting for the Cicerone exam. Mm -hmm. And so I was very thrilled when that came out because a lot of times recently I'm going to a lot of bars and when I try to pick out a style that is classic, like there are one or two or sometimes zero options. So uh, taking this class, it's really, it's, it's a testament to going out and seeing American innovation, but then sometimes I just look at the menu and I'm like, man, has American brewing gone off the, off the rails? Right. It's a it's a it's a little bit of both, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, I mean, it's like uh, I almost look at it like the real estate market. It's going to correct itself at sure. some point, and the ones that are really good are still going to be there and and yeah. persevere. Just uh, like European beer styles are not very popular right now, and but they're they're so amazing. God, so I love diverse. a Kolsch. Yeah, a Kolsch is one of my favorite beers. I it's mean, I love one. a great a great German Kolsch. Easy yeah. drinking. Um, okay, so, but uh, I did bring up Petacolis, and they've been really involved along with Revolver, and I forget who the other brewery is that has been leading the charge for trying to change Texas beer laws, mm-hmm. specifically beer to go, sure. where these manufacturers can't sell their beer to go from their own facility. It's got to go through a distributor and blah, blah, blah. And some of these small places don't even want to be tied up to a distributor. And so... There was all this talk about it was going to be impossible to even get beer to go on the Texas legislation board to vote on in the first place. And they actually had some success last week. Yes. So this is a really interesting story and it's going to get a little in the weeds. So stick with me ask questions. But basically, beer to go, Texas is the only state in the nation where you can't go to a manufacturing brewery and live leave with a six-pack. Right. You can go to a brew pub, and that there's a distinction there is uh, revolves around how much beer these places are allowed to make annually. In a year, right? Yes. And so... I think it's 10,000 barrels, right? That's the cap. So okay. that's a brew pub is less than that, and yeah. a manufacturer is more than that. Right. Um, and manufacturers, uh, yeah, it's been... they have been fighting for this for years. Yes. And they finally got some support from the distributor industry. um, And they filed a couple bills, and those bills got stuck. They never got a committee hearing. And so everybody was sort of like, wow, you know, 
this is going to fail again. However, we got a little bit of a win because what the um, the advocacy groups did is instead of rely on those individual bills, there is a sunset bill for TABC, which is basically something that comes up every 12 years to renew the TABC's charter, which is the Texas Alcohol and Beverage Commission. Right. That has to go through no matter what. And what they did is they attached an amendment for beer to go to that piece of legislation okay. um, that covers a whole bunch of other things, you know, reshaping the TABC following ethics scandals, um, getting rid of the distinction between ale and beer, which in the law just refers to ABV. Mm-hmm. Um, so they tacked it onto that, and that bill actually passed the House committee last week. Well, all right! Yeah, nice. so we're not there yet. Cautiously optimistic, but basically what happens next is um, the Senate committee can either pick up that bill or they can debate and vote on um, and bring to the floor a version of their separate bill, but hopefully with that amendment in it. Okay, so I just want to explain this super quick to our listeners why this matters to them. Yes. So we're sitting here talking about this great Pilsner that Petacolis makes. Mm-hmm. Well, Petacolis doesn't can their beer. Okay? Right. So if you wanted to go get this beer, the bicycle bump that we're sitting here talking about, and it's telling you is so great, and take it back to the crib and drink it, you can't really do that unless... You go to one of these like uh, growler places like Taps and Caps yep. and Bluffview and all these places, and hopefully they have it on tap there because you can't go to the store and buy it. And they rotate quite a bit at those places, Absolutely. Right? Yep. So it's just ridiculous if there's a demand for something that you can't go to the place that makes it and buy it from them. Mm-hmm. So this is this is really a, it's, you know, I mean, you're sitting there going, why are you catering to these manufacturer beer place this is a consumer issue i'm i want to go and buy bicycle pump right now i should be able to go there and buy it that's true and one important distinction that the (laughs) 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 one important distinction that advocates are saying is well you can walk into a texas winery and leave with a bottle of wine right you can walk into a texas distillery and leave with a bottle of whiskey yes you cannot walk into a lot of texas breweries and leave with a six-pack yes and i'm just i'm a big fan of supporting uh, local businesses, especially for things that I like. Yeah. People are probably sick of me talking about Josie Records. Well, that's a record store that's local, that's doing great, and I, I love, love supporting. I do too. It's, it's like you do you take pride in, in your city? Yes, and, and, where and especially you're from. the things that you're passionate about. I'm passionate sure. about beer and music, so yeah. I talk about this stuff. Well, all and the one time. of the biggest things is a lot of these breweries are missing out on tourism dollars. So yes, you go to a new city or a new state, you want to go check out the local beer Absolutely. scene, right? Absolutely. You want to take a souvenir home with you, right. and when people come in from other states or other cities. And they can't do that. Right. And so it's really sort of uh, undermining the craft beer scene here as well. We don't have mountains and oceans for you. Can we at least give you your beer? Right. <laughs> Dude, every time me and my wife travel, we go to a local brewery. We went to the one other half in Brooklyn. When we go to Colorado, there's tons of great. You went to San Diego, and they got a great brew scene, but you were just kicking it on the beach. Yeah, we did hit Carl Strauss Brewing Company in La Jolla, and they're, you know, they're built as the, you know, uh, first brew pub to open in San Diego. You stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so listen, everybody. Here we go. That is the sound of beer opening. Every time Teeny comes, she brings us something special to sip on. What have you brought us today? Yes. So today I brought you a beer that I have not myself tried. This is the Citrus Slice India Pale Ale from Ah, Community Beer Company. A great brewery. Yes. I am a devout Mosaic IPA drinker. One of the best in the town. How an IPA should be, the Mosaic. It's so good. It's so good. And and so if our listeners don't know, Community is in the same building as the Mavericks Practice Facility. That's true. They share the same building. Yep. And they've been there several years, but they're also one of these breweries where uh, they make great beer. You can walk in. You can try it. They have taproom hours, but you cannot leave with a six-pack 
or a bottle to go. Sometimes they do specialty beers. Um, one time I walked in and uh, their brewer over there, Jamie, let me try his Australian sparkling ale. Um, but he handed me the bottle and I had to drink it there because if they were to let me leave with that, uh, that's completely illegal. It's against the law. Um, this is great. I this love is this. very good. I like it a lot too. So it says it's brewed with citrus. I don't know exactly what that means. You know, um, some of the hops that people use have a citrus taste automatically. And so if you have a hoppier IPA, it'll just bring out these citrus kind of sure. flavors. Oh yeah. It says here in the on the can that it's made with fresh lemon and orange peel. So it's very... Yeah. It's very effervescent. We're it just is. talking about, uh, you know, in the summer, it's easy to drink like, light beers. And yeah, I don't like IPAs very much in the summer when mm. it gets real hot. But this actually tastes like something with that citrus vibe that I might like to drink in the a, summer. A Absolutely. lot of the, the juicy IPA movement has some of that citrus stuff or the hazier IPAs. Hazy IPA. Have that Manhattan, citrus. I love have that. you had the Manhattan yet? They're, I have. It's yes, good. The it Half-Life. Is good. Isn't that what that's called? Half-Life? I think so. They have a couple of them. Half-Life is a really good one. I think the Hoppenheimer is also oh, yes, an yes. IPA. Cool name for Manhattan Project. Yeah, I know. They're, they're big science nerds over there. So yeah. I, They're actually fixing to open up a brewery in Dallas, uh, hopefully this summer. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, we will have you on again very soon. Now, where can people go listen to Grapes and Grain, your wine and beer podcast? Yes. Okay, so Grapes and Grain, our second season premieres next Tuesday, Booze Day, May 7th. All right. And you can find it anywhere you get your podcast. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, all that good stuff. She is our good friend, Teeny Ricciardi. Where, what is your Twitter account? At Teeny Wristwatch. Spell it, though. T-I-N-E-Y-W-R-I-S-T- W-A-T-C-H. She's a great follow. That's how we became friends with her. Do check her out. Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.